Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Come Ye Thankful People Come. This week, we observed the only truly American holiday, Thanksgiving Day. The Thanksgiving observance of the pilgrims has reached us down through generations, but the sacredness of that observance is pointed out by the question, for what were they thankful? A few miserable huts to live in? A few wild turkeys to eat? A few pitiful patches of maize planted on the edge of the wilderness? In the bitter cold of that first winter, famine, cold, and disease decimated their company from 120 people to just 25. Of the handful of women, there remained only five. But God was the center and the sole concern of that brave little company of pioneers. Rather than the boisterous pursuit of pleasure, a prayerful, solemn celebration marked that day of thanksgiving. 
having fled from the empty pageantry and meaningless ecclesiastical celebration of religious observances. They had come together after ten days of prayer to proclaim a day of thanksgiving to God with joy of heart and in spirit of love and gratitude for providential care. They offered sacrifice of praise in spirit and in truth. As we again observe our National Day of Thanksgiving, we do not thank a thing, nor a law of nature, nor luck. We thank the Almighty God. Whether it was on that bleak New England shores of the pilgrims, or in the dark days of the Civil War when Abraham Lincoln called our nation to give thanks, or today there is so much to be thankful for to him alone. Yet when God looks down upon this nation which we want him to bless, I wonder if he sees us snatching everything out of his hand, boasting of our own sufficiency. Or does he see us in his courts giving thanks? How much do we warm his heart? How much can we expect his mercy and blessing? Then above all this, the ultimate thanks, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift, referring to his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the gift for God's love, freely offered to all. If our hearts are not warmed with gratitude, it is because we have not received him. We cannot be thankful for that which we refuse to accept. When a gift is offered, all that we can do is receive it. A gift is not to be worked for, not paid for, but just received. So it is with God's unspeakable gift, eternal life in His Son. If you have not done so, then do it now. Receive Him as your personal Savior. Listen now as Larry Grable sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness mercy and love. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. 
Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow blessings all mine with ten thousand beside great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord, You're listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning, that you are encouraged, and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. This morning I'll bring the message entitled, The True Gospel. Then at 6.45 we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. In just three short weeks, on Saturday, December the 14th at 6 p.m., the Ball Brothers will be in concert here at the Altoona Bible Church. You will not want to miss this holiday concert, so to be sure to mark this time on your calendar. The holiday rush is coming up, and this is a time of Christ-honoring Christian music will just be what we need to refresh and remind ourselves of what Christmas is really about. Listen now as Pamela Wortman plays for us on the piano this wonderful song for the beauty of the earth with praise God from whom all blessings flow.
a family with entertaining visitors. The father of the family was a fine man, a Christian, but a chronic complainer. As the family and guests were gathering in the living room, the conversation turned to food. The youngest child in the family, a little girl, amused everyone by telling the favorite food of each member for the household, all except father. So he spoke up and said, And what do I like, Nancy? You, said the little girl, slowly and thoughtfully, Well, you like almost anything we haven't got. A modern fable goes this way. Once there was a good day. It was a perfectly good, warm, but not too warm, bright, snappy, and glorious. It took a walk to receive men's praises and bask in their gratitude. And this is what was overheard. How monotonous the weather is. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's too dusty to hang clothes out. It's too windy. The weather is giving me hay fever. Then the good day went back home discouraged. What's the use, it said, of being a perfectly good day if this is all I get for it? So the next day it rained. Grumbling and complaining is a bad habit, and surely the believer should make a conscious effort to break this habit. Try praising the Lord for all that he has done for you. This will change the whole tune of your life. Start today by counting your blessings. Listen now as the Grace Kids Camp sing for us this beautiful song entitled, Give Thanks.
Once again, it's Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Thanksgiving. Psalm 100, verse number 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. For a moment, pause and think how important the words thanksgiving, thank, thanks, and thankful are in the Word of God. The words thanksgiving, thanksgivings, thank, thanks, thanked, thankful, thanking, and thankfulness appears some 138 times in the Word of God. These words were used as saved individuals just thanking or praising God, or saved individuals thanking God for a specific reason, a specific victory, or individuals being thankful or giving thanks for other individuals. And it's even used of the elect angels praising and thanking God around His throne, Revelation chapter 7, verse 11 and 12. How important is thanksgiving and being thankful in the lives of believers? According to Romans chapter 1, verses 21 and 22, the second step in the Gentiles' march away from God was that they were unthankful. They were not thankful for God's goodness to them. They manifested no gratitude for the blessing they received from His providence, but they became vain in their imagination. The word unthankful is used in 2 Timothy 3 too. In the context, it's speaking not of signs, but 19 trends concerning the last days. Many people believe that this is religion in the end times. But this is God exhorting through Paul to Timothy concerning the last days, perilous time shall come. And the word perilous means fierce, it means savage, it means hard to understand. I personally believe that these trends are not a reference to the world or the religious world, but rather within the body of Christ. Saved individuals who are self-centered, saved individuals who are unthankful to God. I'd like to study a few of the hymns which are normally associated with thanksgiving. Come ye thankful people, come. The second stanza has these words. Come ye thankful people, come. Raise the song of harvest home. The fourth stanza. These to thee are God we owe. Source whence all our blessings flow. And for these our souls shall raise grateful vows and solemn praise. Come then thankful people, come. Raise the song of harvest home. This hymn was written for the English Harvest Festival and not for American Thanksgiving. The writer of the hymn was Henry Alford, who was a brilliant scholar and a powerful preacher. He is remembered for his scholarly works, including his classic Greek New Testament, the fruit of 18 years of labor. When he was 16 years old, he penned the following note in his Bible describing his rededication to Christ. I do this day in the presence of God and my own soul renew my covenant with God and solemnly determine henceforth to become His and to do His work as far as lies in me. What about the hymn, Now Thank We All Our God? First stanza, Now we thank all our God with heart and hands and voices who wondrous things has done, in whom this world rejoices, who from a mother's arms has blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love and still is our day. The third stanza says, All praise and thanks to God the Father now be given. 
This hymn was written by Martin Rinkard of Germany. He ministered during the 30-year war where famine and plagues and fear and death abounded. He knew that there was no healing without thanksgiving, so he composed this hymn for the survivors. We gather together. Second stanza, we gather together, ask our Lord's blessing. He chastens and hastens his will to make known. The wicked oppressing now cease from distressing, sing praise to his name. He forgets not his own. The fourth stanza, we all exalt thee, thou leader triumphant, and pray that thou still our defender will be. Let thy congregation escape tribulation. Thy name be praised, O Lord, make us free. Though many Americans usually associate this hymn with Thanksgiving, it was actually written in 1597, years before the pilgrims came to Plymouth Rock. This hymn was written to celebrate Holland's freedom from Spain. Its author is an unknown Dutchman who is full of Thanksgiving that his people were finally free from Spanish tyranny and free to worship God as they chose. For the beauty of the earth. For the beauty of the earth, for the glory of the skies, for the love which from our birth over and around us lies. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. F.S. Pierpoint was walking in the countryside on a beautiful spring day when he saw the ocean of green, the blue dome of heaven and the winding Avon River cutting through the flowery landscape. Overwhelmed with God's creative brilliance, he wrote the poem. He actually intended it for a communion service in the Anglican Church. But it jumped the Atlantic, and it quickly became associated with the American Thanksgiving holiday. In his original version, each stanza ended up with, Christ our God, to thee we raise, this our sacrifice of praise. And that line was eventually changed, the Lord of all, to thee we raise, this our hymn of grateful praise. So actually all these hymns were not written for or response to our American Thanksgiving. The author eats of the hymn, no matter their circumstances, express praise and thanksgiving to God. As we celebrate Thanksgiving this week, we can see and truly understand how the American celebration is totally under attack and how it's changed and declined from its original celebration. Several years ago in the political opinion section of the Altoona Mirror, a, cart, a cartoonist totally captured the sentiment in the ever-changing celebration of Thanksgiving in his cartoon. You see a family walking by a cemetery, and the one tombstone has the following inscription, Thanksgiving, 1621 to the year, I believe it was 2015, RIP, rest in peace. Originally, Thanksgiving was not about Black Friday or even now pre-Thanksgiving sales or about football. It was about giving thanks to God. We need to realize that Thanksgiving is not just one day set aside in America, but for the believers, the Lord Jesus Christ. We have so much to be thankful for, and thanksgiving should be a part of our everyday life for the believers who know the Lord as their Savior. So as a family, as you gather together, you might pause and reflect what each of you are thankful for. Truly, as believers, we have so much to be thankful for. Salvation by grace, the Lord Jesus Christ, what he did for us on the cross, his shed blood, the forgiveness of all sins for eternal life, for the eternal glory, for the word of God, the access that we have to God, for answered prayer, for our family, for our church family, for the great country and the freedom that we enjoy and have. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 
You think of the chorus of thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation so rich and free. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior? If you've never trusted him, we realize and understand Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 says, For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. By faith alone, trust him, and the Lord Jesus Christ will save you. And then we have so much to be thankful for. If you've never trusted him, trust him right now before it's eternally too late. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus, Jesus.